Oh, that one's still loud. Yeah. Right, let's see. Let's, I'm just checking to see how uh, if any of this stuff is. Uh... Oh no, there it is. Mr. Bombastic. That one's still loud. You gotta get there. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Rich. And um, we're back, babies. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been a while. Well, it's been a while. Who did that song? Uh, Stained. Oh, whoa, good call. (laughs) Oh, is that the guy that was, uh, I'm feeling the lighters? I'm feeling the lighters, I'm feeling those lighters. He deserves a punch in the neck. That's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Um, well, that they became a band because he was Fred Durst's boy. So, like, if you're boys with Fred Durst, you suck. <laughs> if that was even that band, it's been a while. Yeah, that's definitely that. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I was sipping my tea. Um, so, what's going on? It's been uh, it's been two weeks. I know since we've done this. I apologize for anybody out there in podcast land who's been waiting with bated breath to listen to the awkward <laughs> high five podcast. Um, whose lives have been incomplete for the last two or so weeks because we haven't been around. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that podcast. <laughs> should we? Okay, should we? Should, uh, so let's just tell everybody what happened. We don't need to get into details. but So basically, I was going away for a week, and uh, we were, we were going to miss two or three shows, and um, we had to put one show back because you got stuck at your job or something like that. So I think it was the Tuesday show. Right, correct, right? Yeah. The Tuesday show, you texted me, you said, I can't make it tonight, but let's remake it tomorrow, because we don't want to miss any shows. And then there, then we would have had what would have been the Tuesday show on Wednesday, and then the Friday show, and then I would have been fucking across the pond for a, a week or so, and then we would have come back and done tonight's show. Yeah. Um, but what happened on Wednesday is you showed up, let's just say like a little, uh, just not feeling it so much right yeah, yeah, yeah. and like and like <laughs> and like brothers um who love each other and respect each other and have been friends for over 30 years do we got into a big fight <laughs> i thought you were gonna say denied him the chicken farm <laughs> <laughs> we got into we we recorded in full disclosure we recorded about a half hour of audio that i deemed unusable <laughs> <laughs> for reasons that that will remain unknown um, which, for the listeners of the Awkward High Five podcast, need to know that that is the first time that I've ever made that assertion because yeah, the audio was all bad, the connections were like yeah, that's crunching. it. It was technical technical difficulties yes, all that's over the what place. No, mm-hmm. exactly. yeah, yeah, no, there were there were really tired technical difficulties, the, and um, the mic stand kept falling. Yeah, and uh, the kept power leaning. Ke- power kept going <laughs> in and out. And we were, I was so frustrated that we were so frustrated that we got into a, a little bit of a blow up. I said, fuck this. And, uh, and I told you to get out. <laughs> I chased you out of the Awkward Hi-Fi Studios. And then, um, and then right afterwards, went outside and saw you try right outside of the Awkward Hi-Fi Studios. It, I guess you, what you thought is once you left the threshold of the studio that everything would be world. okay. I saw you in the kitchen trying to eat chicken parm and enjoy yourself. <laughs> That shit look good. So then I had to walk into the kitchen and say, no, you don't get to eat chicken parm. You need to get the fuck out. <laughs> no treats. <laughs> and then you left. And then we were texting um, back and forth kind of uh, kind of like snottily to each other. <laughs> Is it kind of gay? <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Again, 30-year friendship. That's what you get. And I said, look, we're shutting this thing down. We need a break. I'll talk to you when I get back from Iceland. And, we went on a break. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, I, yes, we were on a Ross and Rachel fucking style break. <laughs> were we doing podcasts with other people? <laughs> I was thinking about it. I just... <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what happened. So and, I didn't get to even taste the chicken parm. No, you didn't get to oh, taste the chicken parm. Now I got a severe loss for chicken parm. Oh, I'm sorry. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't have had, been having so many technical difficulties that night. And this is. And this is what I want to say is that uh, you know when we started this podcast, there and, and anybody who's been listening to it for the long term knows the reasons that we started and the things that we're going through and all that stuff. And and one of the main things that we said is no matter what we do, no matter how bad it is, no matter how one person is and one person isn't and all that stuff, we're always going to air it. And we always, to this point, have. 
Uh, I think the only time I had to edit anything was when you tried to fucking call out a cop on air, <laughs> yeah, and I had to names, I had to bleep names. his last name so that we didn't a get fucking um like uh, filed by cops, b set up for a crime, fucking Stephen Avery style. <laughs> it's all too late for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, the mics were low. Everything was all yeah, messed up. Yeah, so maybe one day when we're confident in ourselves, and awkward high five is this giant podcast will air the mystery half hour <laughs> and you guys track. you guys can discern for yourself how technical the difficulties were <laughs> but uh so that's what happened so so for that i apologize for not being around but you know what it was a good natural break i was going to be away for a while anyway you needed to take care of some shit i needed to take care of some shit and like and like what happens with people that are very very close for a very long time that have a huge history with each other and um, have have lived in vans with each other and in apartments <laughs> with each other and yep. done podcasts with each other and shared girls with each other and all the things that we've done in life. <laughs> Eskimo bros. All the things that we've done in life, every once in a while, you just get really, really fucking pissed off at each other and need to get away from each other for a little bit of time. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. So never eat too much Thai food before chicken parm. Yes, that's it. There's too much fit. Thai food. You'll never fit Is that it. what they're calling it right now? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So... Uh, this is a catch-up show. This is what we're doing. Yeah. So, so I want to hear your. You want me to go first? Yeah, absolutely. You got the exciting weeks. Oh, okay. So, so I was in Iceland with a bunch of friends, and um, Iceland was nice. Okay, so what did you do? No, I'm just Uh, kidding. I'm just stayed home and went to work. (laughs) I'm just just and it was nice. (laughs) No, Iceland was a trip. It was uh, the most exciting um, adventure that I've ever been on in my life. Um, I've been out of the country a few times. I've gone to some cool places. We we traveled around with the band. We've met some cool people and shit. This was a uh, it was it was a better trip than I expected it to be. And I was excited to go on this trip because two places that have always for some reason stuck out to me. The places that I wanted to visit was always Japan for some reason, just because I feel like it's so different. Like every the people are so fucking nuts there, and even though it's like a city, but it's still like. You know, yeah. that's how I picture Japan. I, f- I feel like Japan's like a futuristic New York. Right. Like yeah. kind of like a culture shock kind of yeah. thing. And then Iceland, because I because I've always seen the pictures and it, and it looked the same way. It was just like the land of the Vikings and yeah, and, and it just looked nuts and the people looked all death metal and nuts. And I always wanted to go there. <laughs> and and I, now that I was there for seven days, I could tell you 100 percent that is exactly what the fuck this place is. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Red and white Nike high tops. Now here, there's 330,000 people that live on um, on the island of uh, Iceland. That's a lot for that island, right? No, seems like a lot. No, because I thought the same thing. I, I looked at Iceland on a map and I was like, "Oh, this shit's kind of small," you know, like and 330,000 people. You know, that's a decent amount of people for that. Nope, this shit goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. It's 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 a giant. We only we only saw like the west to maybe the the central south area of Iceland, and that took a whole week to get across. We drove over 800 miles. We drove all over the place. Oh, damn. Did all this shit. So was the steering wheel on the other side? No, they drove on the right side. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Everybody does? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. They drove on the regular side. And I ended up being the de facto driver. Here's the thing that people might not know about me, is I fucking hate driving. I haven't owned a car <laughs> in six years. Man, we know you hate cars. Uh, yeah, I hate cars. I hate driving. The only time that I like driving is like when the band was on the road and and I and it would be late at night and we'd be on these open expanses of road and yeah, there'd be no cars cool. around and you just cruise. That's when I like to drive. That's how all of Iceland is. Like every just open road, just open roads where you could just choose your fucking speed limit and then when you get and, and there are only two lane roads. You know, there's no bigger highways <clears throat> and, and there's and there's no divider, so you're, it's always oncoming traffic. And then if you just get behind somebody who's going too slow, you wait for there not to be any cars and you pass them on the left. Mm-hmm. And luckily, we had a two car system going on because there were seven of us. And luckily, the girl who was driving the car in front of me, who I was following most of the time, because although I was the driver, I'm also still a retard and can't figure out <laughs> figure out fucking directions or anything. So I was trusting a much smarter person in front of me and i was worried that she was going to be all you know worried to pass people yeah, this yeah. chick was awesome she was just as soon as somebody slowed down she was like yeah, and we we're gunning weaving. around <laughs> so i spent the better part of seven days just blasting like speeding through iceland cutting off cars freaking people out it was that was a lot of fun um how did i even get to that anyway so oh the reason that i brought up the population is this is that there's there's uh, three hundred and thirty thousand people on the island of Iceland, 
And in that whole island, there is 1,000 police officers. That's what I was going to ask you about the cop situation there. Which means you could pretty much do whatever the fuck you yeah. want to do. Even even when we were even when we were visiting these what were, I guess they could be called tourist locate you know tourist attractions, so like the the first day we were well the first day we were there we did the the Blue Lagoon, which is probably the most popular thing that people know about. What's that? I don't know what that is. It's 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 a uh, it's like a hot spring. What do they call it? A geothermal pool that's heated from the earth. Yeah, yeah. And it's really blue water. But they, but there, there's a bunch of those around Iceland. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And if you have like a hemorrhoid, you lay in there and it heals. Oh, okay, I'm glad that since I <laughs> shared that pool with hundreds of people, I'm glad that I just heard that. A lot of healing hemorrhoids. But um, anyway, there's a lot of those throughout Iceland. This one was the one that they've made a business around. You know, it's actually like a yeah. you know thing. So we did that. That was cool. It was a touristy thing, but I'm glad that we did it. The only weird thing with that is that you had to uh, you have to shower before you go in. So you have to like you're in a, why because they just don't want stinky pits and oh, balls and rules. shit in there. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something to do with like you know you turn purple. No, they shit. make you shower. Oh, okay. So so within like I don't know six hours of me showing up in Iceland, I was in a, I was in a shower room naked with like people from <laughs> all over the world just cock swinging all over the place. Oh, you were in like a hostel type. of Yeah, thing? they make you shower. You know, uh, it's Europe. They don't they don't oh, give a fuck. Like at the place. At the place. Like, yeah, <laughs> you go you in, in you get your ticket, you get a locker, you you fucking go in. You you get naked in the shower with a bunch of dudes. You scrub your balls down. You they throw de-louse your- you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Confectioner sugar. It tastes great. It's delicious. It's delicious. Um, and and yeah, and then they they th- and then you go jumping on into the pool. So anyway, it, that was cool. But then the second day we did what's called the Golden Circle, which is also kind of a tourist thing, and it's kind of their national parks and shit. And you go around and you see like waterfalls and geysers. We saw the original geyser, which is pretty cool, and all that stuff. Pretty touristy thing, but what I'm getting at is that um, it, it, throughout this whole time, you didn't see one park ranger or cop or anything. And then on these, if this was America, like it, there would just be there would be steel fences up and like a billion signs that oh, said, yeah. "Don't do this, don't do this. We don't want to get sued. We don't want to get sued." Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Iceland, you'd be on the corner of a volcano. And there would just be a tiny little plaque with like footprints with the Ghostbuster sign over it, <laughs> yeah. and no ropes or anything, you know. And and actually, the owner of the first Airbnb that we uh, we stayed at said told us that that I, I guess since the since it's becoming less expensive to travel to Iceland, um, more and more Americans are coming over there now. And what's happening is a lot of them, not a lot of them, but more and more of them are dying in these types of accidents because they're stupid, drunk Americans like, look at me, I'm on the corner, take a picture, (laughs) or trying to take a selfie, and they're falling into volcanoes, falling into freezing water. That is awesome. Falling into everything, yeah. I would love to see someone fall into magma. (laughs) (laughs) Liquid magma. Yeah, I I was actually saying that because one, the, well, and I'm going to get to that because that was the best part of it. Because Chino Marino was playing on magma? No, no, don't say that again. (laughs) See, you don't... I don't know if you particularly remember the half hour of audio. There's a lot that, of Chino that talk. we that we didn't um, that we're not we're not putting out. But you came in really excited to talk about Chino Marino playing in a volcano, <laughs> and then got mine stuck on that. So you must have said Chino Marino is playing in a volcano. I don't know about twenty times in a half hour, it's even not, when it didn't pertain to anything. Yeah, it's not so much the volcano thing, which is amazing, but I just enjoy enjoy saying Chino Marino. No, I know. Flows. And listeners of this podcast know that that's your alias. (laughs) And when you sign into hotel rooms, um, you use Chino Marino, which I find interesting because normally the alias is for a famous person to use a name that nobody knows so that his fans don't try to find him. You, on the other hand, are a non-famous person (laughs) who wants to use a famous person's name and then try to get accosted by his fans. (laughs) Now, if I was going to choose fans that I wanted to come up to a hotel room and try to have sex with me... Uh, Deftones would probably be really down there on the yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If you've ever been to a Deftones concert, I don't know if you really want to go slinging some dick around those places. Right. Well, I'm going to start using Justin Bieber. Oh, there you go. You might want to throw a JT for yourself. Just throw a nice Justin Ooh, Timberlake yeah, out yeah, there. True, true. He gets high class puss, that man. I'm sure he does. He does. Um, anyway. Back to the magma. Sorry. So, yeah. Uh, so, so that was cool. We saw a whole bunch of fucking things. Craters, geysers, um... The, all the hot water there smells like rotten eggs. Ah, oh. uh, which was which all the girls were gagging in the shower and shit. Oh uh-huh, man, but it, sure, yeah, I hate that. that's like when people have well water and shit. Well, that's like what that. it is. It's the sulfur, and, yeah. and when sulfur is warm, it smells like like rotten eggs. Yeah, that's um, nasty. 
yeah, so anyway. So there's no like tree life. It's like rocky and magma. Well, here's, here's the thing is every, like, at one point we left Reykjavik, which is the main city mm-hmm. um, on the West Coast. And then we started driving out to Vic, which is the next. <laughs> Just Vic. Yeah, bro. right. <laughs> They're like, cut it down. <laughs> um, yeah, those Vikings are real creative. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and we drove out to Vic, and, we, and <laughs> they which... named the town after the Vikings' Italian cousin. <laughs> 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 we can name that one Rick of Vic, and that one could just be Vic. Vic. <laughs> and it's just a fucking, it's just a dude in a, in a guinea tea, fucking <laughs> cooking. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that joke. <laughs> I don't know what they cook there. Cooking rocks. <laughs> well, how was the food there? Uh, the seafood was uh, out of this world amazing. Uh, Everything else, crabs and stuff, right? Uh, I didn't have any cr- uh, any um, crustaceans. There, I know there's a shellfish, shellfish is a better word for that. <laughs> I'll have the crustacean, please. <laughs> um, but I did have fish and chips a couple times. Once from a restaurant in Reykjavik, which was was rated like really high, and it was good. But then another time on our travels, we stopped at this place near a waterfall. And there is just a, uh, a a food truck, like a random food truck that just said fish and chips. And it ended up being a, a truck in front of this guy and his wife's house that they just make fish and chips out of. So I fuck everybody went to this one place. I was like, you know what? I, I had a feeling. I was like, I'm just going to try this. And it was the freshest fucking shit nice. I've ever had in my life. It was unbelievable. Yeah, sometimes those little shitholes, that's where it's at. But everything else was was okay, and they're not known for their food. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, but uh, w- what was the story that I wanted to get to? Oh, oh, okay. So we were talking about the volcanoes and stuff. So th- the best part of it, uh, there was a couple different things. We also we stayed in when we got. Oh, I'm totally out of my thing here. <laughs> what I want first things. first I wanted to say about the terrain is that is that we drove probably an hour and a half, maybe two hours from Reykjavik to Vic. Which is where the black beach is, and we stayed two nights literally on the black beach in these cabins, which it's like is black sand, right? Yeah, yeah. They it, call it that. It's like, well, it is. It, yeah. it, it's sand in the same way that the sand here is. Is that it's it's rock and sediment that's been broken down from water for a long time. It's just that this rock and sediment is all volcanic yeah, yeah. rock, and so it's black. So it gets grind down into a sand, and it's black sand. It's it's pretty cool. And there's caves everywhere. That's cool. and um, we ended up we ended up so. First off, what I, what I wanted to say is, in that two-hour drive from Reykjavik to Vic, uh, it was it, it was like we drove through seven different fucking climates and countries. Really? Like it was like sunny and nice. Then it was then it was cold and rainy. There was flowers uh, like for uh, for miles and miles and miles. And that's another thing when you're driving. There's no. It's just miles and miles and miles of terrain. There's like no buildings. You just see the horizon on each side. That's awesome. And sometimes it's miles of these like purple flowers or yellow flowers. Sometimes it's miles of sheep and horses. <laughs> and then sometimes it's just miles of this black shit that if you if you just looked around you, you just you would think that you're on Mars on Mars or the moon. Like you would have if I if I there were certain places where we were at in Iceland that if I took you blindfolded you dropped you there and told you that you're on the moon you would fully believe it really on the moon. yeah it was that's nuts. fucked yeah. up we walked two and a half miles out to this um this uh this plane crash that's kind of a tourist location there so basically this plane left washington dc in 1973 they made it to iceland and they crashed on on the uh, on the shore of iceland and they left the plane they just left the plane there but you have to park your car and walk uh, a, a two and a half miles out on this this I guess you could call it a beach area, but this beach area was created. The beach area didn't exist until one of these volcanoes erupted like fifty years ago or something, and added an extra three miles to the coastline yeah, of Iceland. Yeah. So you're now at this point you're walking two and a half miles out on what is basically just the remnants of volcanic ash. Yeah. And once you get about a mile out, you can't see anything behind you or you can't see the shore in front of you and you're just looking around and it's just uh, like... Fr- the it, moon. <laughs> if they didn't have kind of like a road to walk, you could get lost. You'd be able to get... You That's wouldn't crazy. be able to... Yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. So what is that airplane like? Is it like a bunch of skeletons with the air masks on? <laughs> no, well, apparently the crew survived. It's just the shell. It's just the, the shell of the airplane and the wings and yeah, the yeah. people take pictures. It was actually... Once you, once we got there, it was kind of like, eh. You know, but but the uh, the walk there was pretty interesting about it. But that wasn't the whole point. So the whole point was that at any second, it's different. And then, and then all of a sudden you look over and there's this giant fucking like mountain that just looks like a painting with fucking it, it just i can't explain to you the way how beautiful things are out there yeah like a bob ross 
<laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much like it. There was a lot of happy uh, mountains and trees. <laughs> um, so, but so then we're in Vic and we're hanging out on, on the beach and and we fucking we're in these cabins uh, and uh, we there there's a. So we were like right around the corner from a uh, is a tourist stop, which is like this cave. It's the Black Beach, and then this cave on the Black Beach, and they got like parts of the uh, of the mountain is actually still in the water. It like looks like that in the Goonies at the end where the fucking ship goes yeah, out. Yeah. Like it literally looks like that. And uh, but it's so the during the day we're on these cabins right on that beach so we're living there for two days during the day there's like this little rest stop cafe and there's just tourists pouring into this place and there's hundreds of people on this beach all day taking pictures doing the whole touristy thing but then at night it's just the seven of us baby and fucking we're hanging out boozing and shit so we went we hiked uh up to see this this waterfall during the day and on the way back I emptied out my book bag, and we, when we hiked to this waterfall, we were hiking through a forest. It was like one of the only woodland areas that I actually saw in mm-hmm. Iceland with trees and stuff. And on the way back, I emptied out my book bag, and uh, and I was like, anybody finds any sort of sticks or anything, like throw them in the book bag. So we're collecting as much wood as we can all the way back down. Bonfire. One of the chicks we were with found like a bunch of wood that was just there, like not even tree wood. It was like wood they used to fucking build with, so we threw all those <laughs> things in. Uh, busted back to the thing, waited till around 11 o'clock at night, uh, had a nice little buzz on, all trekked out on the black beach into the cave that's like the tourist thing. No way. Fucking lit a bonfire in the cave, threw on oh, some tunes, sweet. sat around in the cave. Uh, and the best part about it was before this, uh, uh, we were pretty lucky with the weather. It was it was like nice and warm and the sun was out. And even the locals kept saying to us, like, you guys came on the right week. It's never like this. This night on the Black Beach was the first time it became foggy and rainy oh, and, like, nice. kind of cold. In the cave. So we're in a cave with a bonfire on a Black Beach looking out at the Atlantic Ocean that just has this, like, dark fog billowing over yeah, it and yeah. shit. It was pretty intense. That it was is very, badass. Very cool. That's awesome. Um, what else? I wonder if there's any other stories. What's the, uh, what's the chronic situation out in Vic? Mm-hmm. So, before I went, I kept reading how Iceland has, like, the best weed in the world. Really? Because it's all grown there. They can't. They don't get it from anywhere. Yeah. And how Iceland is, like, the one of the, the biggest weed-smoking countries in the world. Really? I, actually, I actually read a couple of articles that said that Iceland is the biggest weed-smoking <laughs> country in the world. Fucking stoned Vikings. But, but I think it's because of the size of their, their population or whatever. And I guess... Hot Leaf Erickson. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, like I like that one. <laughs> Um, so I thought in my mind that it was going to be easy to find weed there and I wanted to smoke some, some Icelandic weed. So the, the, the first two nights we were there, we were staying on the outskirts of the city, Reykjavik and going in and I was like, this is my chance. So it wasn't like I was walking around asking everybody, but if somebody was cool and came over to us and started talking to us, or if we're at a bar and somebody looked cool, I would say, Hey man, do you know, blah, blah. I had the other two guys were with kind of asking. And we were coming up flat. It was everyone was going no. At, w- at one night, we were at the Boston in um, in Reykjavik, which was a pretty cool bar. It was like one in the morning. Uh, we're boozing upstairs, and our bar t- one of our friend Tom was getting real friendly with our bartender, who was like this like fucking Nordic death metal long blonde hair <laughs> dude. Berserker. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> And he asked him, and he was like, "Nah." He, he said something weird, like, "Nah, all the drug dealers go home, are like home asleep by now. Like they don't <laughs> stay out this late." And I was like, "All right, that's weird." So I gave up on it. We didn't. We weren't able to find it um, until the last night. So the la- we we went out. We did all the shit in the middle of nowhere, and then we came back on the last night, and we stayed in Reykjavik again because the next day we we're gonna go to the plane. And that was our last big night there. The whole plan was just to go out and hit the bars. And that's what we did. We went by like five o'clock. We were already drunk. We were boozing all fucking night. It was a Sunday night. And at the end of the night, we decided uh, that we wanted to to go back to the Boston where we kind of started. And it was the last call. Like on Sundays there, I guess last calls like uh, it was one in the morning. I was kind of tuned up at this point. But I remember my buddies being like, hey, we got 15 minutes to last call. Let's go back to the Boston. Told a couple lies. Uh, I was telling some lies, yeah. probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At that, we'll talk about that off air. Okay? There's other things I could talk about. But, I got you. Um, 
Yeah, so so we go we go back to the Boston and we go in for last call and there's a dude sitting at the bar and my friend Tom just sparks up a conversation with him and goes, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" And the guy goes, "Sell weed." Nice. <laughs> so I, at that point, I was like, "Well, <laughs> fuck it." Like we literally had I sell weed. <laughs> we li- we literally had uh, like you know hours left at this point because we were going to go home go to sleep wake up and then go like do our stupid little trinket uh gifts shopping in the morning and then jet but i was like fuck it i gotta get this fucking weed yeah. so so we threw him 300 i 3000 isk which comes out to be like 26 dollars us dollars <laughs> or whatever he gave me a fucking a nugget of like the brightest greenest red weed i've ever seen in my yeah. life oh red it was like gr- green and red you yeah. know I was I was uh, jumping around like a maniac because I, at this point I'm drunk and I'm so excited about it. Yeah, I would be too. And uh, and it was cool because because the people that that I went there with aren't really weed smokers, but um, a few of the people there were like, "I want to smoke weed tonight. We're in Iceland. This is our last night." Exactly. So, the, but then after that, I said to the guy, uh, "They have their uh, they're called ten elevens. I guess it's like their seven eleven, but they're ten elevens. We've seen a few." And I was asking the guy where we could find these things because I needed to get wraps where I didn't have anything to roll any weed with. And uh, he sent us on this wild goose chase. Now it's uh, now it's like fucking one thirty in the morning. We're running through the streets of Reykjavik trying to find wraps. Everything's closed. We're like knocking on windows and shit. So finally, I was like, fuck it. This ain't going to happen. So we went back to the apartment and I did something that I have not done since we were probably about 15 years old. I know what you did. What? Go ahead. Guess. Smoked out of a soda can. We smoked, I fucking pounded a beer, <laughs> poked holes in it with a scissor, and fucking smoked, when we yeah, all smoked weed, out of a tall boy a beer can. Oh, tall boy, so at least it had a little uh, <laughs> little length to it. Um, yeah, and, and uh, I was drunk, but let me tell you, that weed was fucking amazing. Was it? Yeah. Cool. Uh, everything that I read about was, was good to go. Cool. Um, so what, what else do I need to tell you? Uh, you know, I don't want to make this whole episode Iceland stories, but... Uh, oh, okay, this is the main thing that I wanted to tell you about, was the coolest part of the trip was... Wait, real quick. So, you guys traveled around. You didn't have a set hotel. You stayed where you landed at a different place, like wherever? Yeah, we... Um, we yeah we got airbnbs so so we were staying at different places so the first like bed and breakfast you mean well airbnbs uh okay i'm sorry here comes the 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 luddite thing airbnbs uh, (laughs) is a is a website that you go on where people rent out their apartments or places that they have for travelers and you can do it that way so instead of hotels in iceland everything in iceland is insane expensive really like we at the bar even for their their like miller light which is which is uh it looks like gull, G U L L, but it's pronounced gull, like or something like that. Even that was twelve dollars a beer at their bars. Damn. Uh, all and I never, ha- I didn't have a meal there that was under thirty dollars. Everything's crazy expensive there. But and and the, and the lodging is crazy expensive there too. Like the hotels are are like fucking three four hundred dollars a night for like a shit hotel. So what? Their fucking ruple or whatever is worth more than our dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. It's it's the way that works out. That's Iceland's uh, Iceland's been notoriously expensive forever. As a matter of fact, in the last ten years, it's only kind of gotten less expensive, and it's still pretty fucking expensive. That's pretty crazy. So. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we were doing Airbnbs, which actually, since there were seven of us, ended up being uh, pretty inexpensive. For instance, the these cabins that we found out once we got there are like these like like go to destination cabins that sell out like months in advance that we just we just one of the girls they, I got to give props I, to the girls. I, I know one of the girls I was with listens to this show um, and the other two, whatever. Well, I was with four of them, but. I just want to say I got to give props to these girls because they they planned the perfect vacation. Every day was fucking a different adventure and a different uh, atmosphere and a different thing. Like if you look at our pictures, it looks like we went to seven different countries. Yeah. Like one day we're on top of a That's glacier cool. and snow. The next day we're on a beach and sand. The next day we're in these grassy fields and a waterfall. It was just like yeah, nuts. That's how you got to do your. So anyway, these girls, um, these girls uh, were were lucky enough and also thoughtful enough to lock down these cabins when we first bought the tickets back in January. And ends up these cabins are like fucking the place to be. They're right on the Black Beach. Those cabins only cost us for two nights, I believe, eight hundred dollars. So two hundred dollars a cabin a night. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which is like nothing. Yeah. That we wouldn't even be able to get a one bed hotel room for that fucking much. And then we ended up staying on the Black Beach. So the Airbnbs like came uh, came in handy. But yeah, that's what we did. We stayed at the first night. We stayed at a dude's place. First two nights, we stayed at a dude's place. Then the cabins. Then we stayed at this farmhouse on the way back, which is in the middle of nowhere. That was a whole nother trip. Um, and then we stayed at this this big house right outside of Reykjavik. So we were playing, staying in all these really cool places. So you stayed in, was it a house or was it like a, a farm? Wait, oh no, fa- that's the, not a, a barn, I was thinking. It yeah, was the, farm, the farmhouse was a house on this dude's farm that was just miles and miles of land. As a matter of fact, we asked the guy how much land he had, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know where it starts and begins. So is he like a registered like place to stay, or you just found the farm and you were like, we created No, he's on farm. Airbnb, so we booked uh, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he does that. He book, you know, he makes money off of this one house. And it was yeah. this amazing house. He was saying that he had... He's the farm has been in his family for four generations. So before, you know, like at the before the early 1900s yeah. and all the furniture in the farmhouse that we stayed in were from the first generation of that farm. So oh, there was shit. all this like pre-Victorian, well, I guess Victorian, like chairs and woodwork yeah, yeah. and all this shit. It was fucking nuts. That's and great. then you looked out and it was just miles and miles of farmland, wild horses running around and shit. Really? It was, yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. That is crazy. So let me get to my glacier story and then we'll move on. All right. This is this is it. This is the coupe de gras of stories from Iceland for me. Okay. So um, as you might expect, I was on a little bit of a budget going into this vacation because I don't know. I haven't really had what you would call steady income in probably about a year and a half. What is it, a job? Um, so uh, at the we had everything planned out. I had paid everybody the money that they needed to be paid. Everything was set, and then I was like, all right. All the money that I needed to go there with would be for food and drinks, and I had that kind of blocked off. And then at the last minute, everyone came up with the idea to do this snowmobile thing, where you actually snowmobile up a glacier, and it was going to cost like an extra two fifty, I think it cost, or something like that. And I was like, ah, you know, like I really don't have that two fifty, and I was kind of hesitant about it. I was like, how touristy is this going to be? Like, are they just going to fucking? We're just going to put up a, a, this little mountain, and they're going to call it a glacier, and then take our two fifty, and it's going to be a ripoff. But I, but since everybody else wanted to do it, I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm not going to be the one guy who doesn't do it. So we show up to this glacier. Uh, I wish I could pronounce it, but it starts with an M. Anyway, ends up being the largest uh, volcanic glacier in Iceland. <laughs> and we go up on snowmobiles. So with- that, what's that? A glacier that can erupt? Yeah, it's it, you know because glaciers are mountains. Um, it, it's just the, it's the part of the mountain that's covered in snow for the most part, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're getting glaciers and icebergs confused, which is exactly uh, what I yeah, did. That is yeah, that's what I'm doing. We also saw icebergs too. That was pretty cool. But uh, but yeah, it's a, so it's a vo- basically what it is. It's a giant active volcano with a whole bunch of snow and ice at the top. We drove up in this fucking thing again. It, we were in this like buggy with twelve different people. Uh, going up this mountain and again if i was to take you and put you in that buggy and take your blindfold off and told you that you were on a land rover on mars you would have believed it <laughs> there is nothing in, there's nothing to your senses that you could have looked around and saw that would have told you that you were on earth at all it was insane so we drive up through that with these two pretty young fucking icelandic uh, uh one guy and one girl they're probably in their 20s blonde hair fucking good looking people yeah we're, they're the people that we're trusting we go up <laughs> We go up to this mountain and there we get on our they give us like a five minute snowmobile lesson. None of us have ever been on snowmobiles ever. And they speak English? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost everybody there speaks English pretty yeah. well. But there's also the Icelandic <laughs> language, which is a bunch of K's and J's and no one can understand really? shit. But most of them speak English. And then we get so it's my core group of seven people. Now you're supposed to go two on a snowmobile, so since I'm odd man out, I I got my own snowmobile. Um, and then there's probably about another 10 people, I'd say, but there's a group of four that are middle-aged dudes. Um, and then there's some couples and stuff. They give us the snowmobile thing and then we, we go on our way. So now we're making our way up the fucking mountain. It was pretty, it was pretty intense. Uh, it's, 
we're 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 going. I found out later that this glacier is five thousand feet. We were at the top of this glacier, Damn. so we were five thousand feet in the air, riding around on snowmobiles. They're telling us about these crevasses that people fall in and never come back from. So just like they're basically what, like pits, they're like crevasses. So they're 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 cracks that happen in the mountain, and they're random. They they change over time, and like people that hike up there fall in them and fall into the volcano. Get the fuck so they're just basically here. saying like, oh, by the way, if you see these <laughs> if you see these cracks, don't go near them because you'll die. And and we're on this machinery that we've never yeah. done before 5,000 feet in the air it's fucking mayhem yeah pay 250 for population control so we go see you later so we go up we get we say get, hi to Chino <laughs> I'm you're like is that a Deftone song coming from down there <laughs> you, you drive over a crevasse you just hear back to school <laughs> so we're we're dry we drive all the way up this thing and and our first stop is at the very top of this glacier, and then we get off, and they give us they give us a little uh, history lesson on the glacier, and that's when they tell us that this glacier is active and it's supposed to uh, it's supposed to explode or erupt, I guess is the word that they use every fifty years. Except this one, the last time this one erupted was nineteen like sixteen, so now it's like fucking a oh, hundred years overdue and it could erupt at any moment and they're telling us the devastation that would happen to England if this thing erupted what? like this giant fucking deal we're at the top of this glacier the view I I could not explain to you the view I have some pictures and I'll show it to you I, I couldn't explain to you the, the the way that this looked we were above the clouds on a glacier the clouds were just sitting there they weren't even moving it just looked like pieces of cotton and and it would, the, the air was so fresh it wasn't even cold even though we were on a glacier it because we were so close to the sun and all this shit that's great so so we get our little history lesson um uh, uh, my friend jess who was there decided that she was going to take a piss on the glacier even though the uh, mm-hmm. even though the the guard t- the guy told us that no one's ever done that and she still did it <laughs> we took group pictures How my, the fuck did they know? my friend fucking because he's he's the guy who does the tours he's saying in the oh, whole time that he's ever the done time. the tours oh, okay. yeah and uh my friend tom popped his shirt off we got we were just being <laughs> we were just being the nutty ones on the tour everybody yeah. else was kind of you know americans so in this group of four guys there's an asian dude middle-aged asian dude right and uh, and he was kind of being like he was kind of being super touristy from the beginning. Like he was stopping his snowmobile. We were all going in like a line, and he was like stopping his snowmobile and taking pictures. Of course, that's and, what they do, right? And all that shit. So when we're we're on our way back now, on the way up there, I was the second to last uh, snowmobile, and I was kind of like falling back a little bit, and then gunning it, and falling back a little bit, and then gunning it, and then. Um, my buddy Kevin, his girl, his his fiance, actually Jess, the one in piss, was behind us, and they were like a little trepidatious about it. This guy on the way, going from where we came, the Asian guy, somehow was behind. Oh no, I'm totally lying. He was in front of me, and then I saw him pull out of the line to the left and pull up to the guy, the the tour guide guy, who was now kind of satelliting around us. Like his this guy's thing was to kind of just drive around us, make sure everybody's cool, you know? Yeah. So this Asian guy pulls out of the line, drives up to the dude, and I'm I'm passing them at this point. I'm not coming to a stop, but I'm passing him at this point, and I'm looking, and I'm and the guy's pointing down, the Asian guy's pointing down, and I'm going, oh, man, is there something wrong with his snowmobile or something? But I got to keep going, so I'm, I still go, right? So I'm going down a little bit further. All of a sudden, this Asian guy who stopped, I look, and he's now on my left, parallel to me, about doing the same speed as me. Like, I guess he's trying to, to catch back up to get his original spot, which doesn't make any sense. And I'm looking at him, and he looks at me, and he cuts me off. <laughs> they do it on glaciers, too? <laughs> Richard, Richard Giordano. Welcome to real life. 5,000 feet in the air, on a snowmobile, <laughs> in Iceland, on a fucking volcanic glacier, I got cut off by an Asian dude. It happens everywhere. You it, cannot escape. It. it was the most dumbfounding moment of my life. <laughs> I, I, Again, my friend Kevin and his fiance Jess were behind me. They're the only ones that saw it because everybody else was out in front. He he could have he could have continued to go on the left as long as he wanted. He could have there was a million different options. He he stayed parallel to me and then just cut and literally came inches away from hitting the the front just what like they do big. in traffic. That's what I'm saying. Now look, stereotypes I got, are worldwide. I got nothing against Asian people. I I'm friends with Asian people. I fucking love them. I'm not. But you can now. You will never ever be able to convince me ever until the day I die that that stereotype isn't true. No, it totally Because is. that dude 
caught me and i was pissed i was fucking hot as shit because i we're on the edge of a glacier on these snowmobiles like he could have literally hurt both of us really bad yeah but you know what he may have not have seen you in his peripheral they no he no. saw me we looked at each oh, other you looked at each he other, just right? he just he just cut me off what a that's just bag. like you know that family guy thing where it's the asian driving and she's like <laughs> okay i'm gonna turn right now and she goes through that that is what happened on the fucking glacier. It was yeah. the most insane thing. I got off. We we then went to our second stop. And I got off. My friend Kevin got off his snowmobile and just fell on the fucking glacier laughing because he saw the whole <laughs> thing happen. And he knew how pissed I was. I got off and I took off my fucking helmet. And I was just like, what the fuck? I could not believe. Oh, dude, I don't blame you. I could not believe that that happened. How fucking insane is that? <laughs> I believe that it happened. I, I, I still, I, I still, I'm like, did that really happen? Did I really drive five thousand feet up into the air to get cut off by an Asian dude on a fucking glacier? That's right. They're not stereotypes for no reason. No, you're right. It was, it, it, it was, it was, it was, it was nuts. But that anyway, yeah, that was funny as shit. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's basically. There's so much more, but it's yeah. not stuff that dude, we need. It to sounds like in. an amazing time. Yeah. Um, definitely different. You know. It's not not your typical, you know, Caribbean or island vacation. You know, you're hitting different part of the world, different shit you never even would have thought of. You know, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. You know, like I love, I, you know, I, everybody that I went on that vacation with, I fucking they're my closest friends and I love them like family. Um, even the two people that I didn't know, the two girls that I was hanging out with, which which I creatively dubbed us the FFM crew. <laughs> I don't know if they really got it, but uh, what, female, female, male. Yeah, you know, when, you know, in porn, when you want to watch a threesome, oh, yeah, and you look yeah. up FFM because you want two girls and a guy. I so I was like, I was like, yeah, the FM, FM, FFM crew, and they were just like, yeah, FFM. Um, I usually type in two hot teens share one lucky cock. <laughs> <laughs> that is you're wasting way too much time <laughs> that's what it's always called my 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 if you if you go on my computer and type f it just auto completes <laughs> <laughs> and then if you type r it just auto completes redhead that's just <laughs> what happens um but uh yeah even those two people are really great i had a lot of fun with them but um Oh, what was I saying? Oh, so so anyway, like if the, the point is is that if these people were going anywhere else on this vacation, like say they were just going to London or France or something like that, I probably wouldn't have gone. Not that I didn't want to, but my financial situation and my life situation probably would have dictated that I shouldn't have gone. But I made everything happen that I could go to Iceland because this is a place that I've always wanted to go, and it, it was awesome, and I love it, and I, cool. and I and I would like to go back, and I'm sure more stories will pop up as I. Uh, as I think about yeah, it, you would do that again. That's not a one time only. Well, we saw so little of it in seven days. Yeah. You know, like apparently northern Iceland is a completely different thing from southern Iceland. Really? You know, because northern Iceland, I, the way it was explained to me by some, a, a dude there was that northern Iceland is where all the volcanic activity was way, way back in the day in like 700. You know, and then all those volcanoes have been dormant forever. And now southern Iceland is where all the active where we were is where all the active volcanoes are now. So northern Iceland has like a whole different thing going on. Yeah, for it. well, it's yeah. like froze over. Yeah. And it also it's I think it's colder and, and yeah. shit. But but but, the, you know, a lot of people there were saying that you got to see northern Iceland, too. So I wouldn't go. That's not going to be my next trip. But uh, yeah, but I, I would you. definitely go back there. You know, you could see the northern lights from there, which I'd really like to do. And, uh, you know, oh, all you that couldn't see them from where you were. Well, it just wasn't the time. You have to go in the winter to uh, see it. Right. Yeah. But uh, that's probably pretty fucking sweet. The only other story I guess I could tell you in, uh, is that we were we left a waterfall and we were driving. There's wild horses everywhere. And we were driving past this uh, this this patch of horses. <laughs> and you saw Marky Mark fingering Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Um, there's these horses and there was a bunch of horses that were like grooming each other, like licking each other or whatever. And there was this other horse that was a, a loner by itself, like, like, like maybe a couple yards away, just looking depressed that had this like this mane of black hair over its face. And fucking our friend Jess went, that's what Devin, that's, uh, Devin if he was an Icelandic horse. And then I looked into, I looked into the horse's eyes and I was like, holy fuck and then of course for the next two hours everybody in the car i was in was going well you know everybody else eats grass so i'm not gonna fucking eat grass and you know they're just giving me all the shit about you know how i'm a fucking elitist and shit you know they're saying like if i was an icelandic horse 
Oh, oh, you see okay. what I'm saying? I like, like, you like, oh, like grass is so stupid. Everybody likes oh, grass, yeah. <laughs> you know, and shit like that. But there's a, there's a, maybe I'll put it up on the website. There, she actually put it up on Instagram, and uh, and I'm. I I'm I I I I don't like taking shit from all my friends like that. That was a goodie. But man, they were fucking right. That wasn't me as an Icelandic horse. <laughs> That's what I was saying about horses. It's fucked up when you look into their eyes. It's like a person. Yeah, she said it, and Scary. I was like, ha ha ha, fuck you. And then I looked into its eyes, and it was like <laughs> looking into a horse mirror. Like I was like, oh my god, that's me as a horse. It smiled at you. <laughs> no, it didn't smile. That's why right. it's me as a horse. I got you. Maybe it was me in my early 20s as a horse, but it was still me at some point in my life as a horse. That's funny shit. All right, so we just burned 45 on my vacation. No, Sorry that's about fine, because, that. you know, what? I was just home doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I Digging just, holes? Yeah. Well, I Putting sprinks? I don't dig. I don't Putting dig sweet no sprinks in? Oh, yeah. you, got, you have a, uh, a helper I, for I that? Dig. Actually, I don't know what happened. My helper like left, so I take Crystal out on the road with me every day, and she's just getting all the money just to drive me around. Crystal's your girlfriend? Yeah. So, just so people know at home? Yeah, so yeah. she gets what the dude that was helping me gets to just drive me and just hang out with me all day. Yeah, but now you're fucking... Uh, Doing all the work? And also spending all day with your girlfriend. How's yeah, that working? I don't know. It's cool. It's you fine. guys aren't fighting within like fucking five seconds? No, not at Oof. all. Not at all. No, I don't know. Fine. But uh, yeah, because I got a sweet ass raise. Because it was funny, because I uh, I wanted a raise so bad, because I you know I do everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was on the phone uh, with my secretary, and she was like, I, "Rich, I was pulling for you. I was trying to get your raise. I was like, really? He's not giving it to me? Tell that motherfucker I quit." And she's like, "All right, I'm on the other line. I'll tell him right now." And I hung up the phone. I was like, "What the fuck did I do? <laughs> I called." I I was just so mad. I called right back as soon as I heard the phone. I called back and she answered the phone. I was like, "Did you tell him yet?" The gentleman. She's like, "Yeah, I told him." I was like, "No, fuck." She's like, "You got the raise," and I was like, "Yes, thank God." Oh shit! Yeah, thank God I didn't fucking cancel it. But I was so worried. I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do now?" <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. You try to play hardball and then realize immediately that you're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> right away, like one second. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I can't tell you how many times I've done that in my life. Oh like, my I God. put my foot down and the media was like, I don't want to put my foot down Yeah. Anymore. Oh, man. I would have been fucking jobless, homeless. I, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> it's probably why my last relationship lasted like three months longer than it should have. I was like, that's it. We're done. We're breaking up. And then I was like, I don't want to leave this apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, maybe we could work. I hate your guts, but maybe we could work this out for another, drag this along. Yeah, because it's so much easier just not to worry about shit. Yeah. Like, like, whatever. Yeah, right. That's why yeah. we stay in our shitty jobs and our shitty relationships and our <laughs> shitty life, because we're like, I don't want to shake this up. I don't want to fucking change things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I, but I did, uh, I did come pretty close to death in the past couple of days. Oh, yeah? Let's yeah. hear about this. It's... No, I mean... I hope it's not for the reason that everybody at home thinks it is. No, not... Oh, okay. No, it was actual, like... It wasn't almost, technical difficulties, was almost, it? It was not. It wasn't overeating <laughs> Thai food, either. It was almost death by golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've known you for thirty plus years. I know for a fact that you don't play golf. No. no. Um. So, uh, so do tell, pray it's tell. It's please. actually pretty crazy. Uh, we were like driving past the golf course, and I'm watching this guy like set up for his swing. You know what I mean? I was at a red light. This guy set up for his swing. What golf course was this? Uh, it's in Tinton Falls. It's like, like if you're going to the Monmouth Mall off the Parkway, mm -hmm. you go like left into those streets or whatever. Okay. Whatever's on that. I guess that's Tinton Falls. Yeah. You know, I think there's like a. Like hotels over there or some shit. Okay, but there's a golf course. So right Central there. Jersey people, you know, people listen to this all over the country. They have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so. just so people, just so people know, New Jersey for whatever reason, I guess it, I, I really don't know why because we don't have that much land and it's filled with fucking people. But for one reason or another, New Jersey is littered with golf courses, and and some of them are like the most beautiful elite golf courses in yeah, the country. There's a lot of rich people. Yeah, right? I guess that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. So go on. So your golf course is like right on the road. You know what I mean? You could like watch to see the people playing golf. So this guy sent over the swing. I we start going from the red light, and then I start coming up on the guy, and he like. Well, I'm not coming up on him. I'm on, the, I'm on the road just watching from the passenger seat. And this guy sets up for his swing and he like, you know, swings the shittiest swing I've ever seen. And I was like, whoa. And then he's he like, slices it. He I know that slices term. it. And I like can see the ball. I don't know if this is like my imagination, <laughs> but I fucking saw it and I saw it hooking. And like we're driving and it was the perfect like timed shit. And all I hear is boom, like a like a car accident. You know? His fucking golf ball hits my door like right at the last possible part of the door it could hit. And my window was rolled down all the way. So 
if it was another couple inches, it would have either broke a rib or if it was like another foot hit me in the fucking temple and I would have just died right on the spot. <laughs> that thing was hit so hard. It was so loud that if that like temple is an easy spot to die, right? Yeah. Yeah. Soft right there. That's yeah, a soft spot. That, my shit, friend. that shit. Was <laughs> That's a pressure so, point. Yeah. If that shit was so heavy and fast, I would have just died sitting shotgun. You're, oh, so you were in driving. You're, you're, you're fucking sitting yeah, shotgun. Yeah. Holy and I, shit. And it's funny. Like, right before it hit the truck, I kind of, like, saw it. It looked, like, all big and shit, I guess, because of the speed. But I fucking saw it, like, hook at the, at the, <laughs> the truck. And it just sounded like a gunshot. And I was like, that was the Yeah, I was going to say, when it, hit the, when it hit the car, it was loud as fuck. So loud. So Crystal was like, I didn't hit anything. <laughs> she thought she, like, hit, like, we got into an accident. <laughs> so it was so loud. But it was the, I was like, that was a fucking golf ball. And like that, if that something did happen, that guy probably would have been like, "Yeah, no one knew, no one was me that swung that fucking hit." But I knew exactly who it was. If something happened, I would went right to that guy. Oh, because you saw him. I saw him swing, and the time <laughs> it was like one second later, bam! Imagine all the fucked up shit you've done your whole life, and 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 how much you've like. Let's just use the word adventurous you've been, and uh, and all the times that you probably could have fucking kicked it, you just die getting hit in the head with a golf a golf ball right. while you're driving through fucking Monmouth County, New Jersey. I would not be surprised. That would be like the fucking icing on the <laughs> RTG cake. That is how I'm gonna die. Like, oh, he escaped one golf ball, but couldn't fucking shake the second one. <laughs> <laughs> that guy probably heard it hit the van and was like, oh shit, you know? He That's fuck, fucking he definitely funny. definitely heard it, you know? But if, like, and the window was up and hit the window, those shards of glass would have fucking, like, stabbed me in the neck and shit. <laughs> that whole thing would have shattered. I can't believe how. Either way, hard it would have been hit. disastrous. I would have definitely caught some type of injury, but it hit the door. <laughs> and I tell my boss, and the first thing he said was, I wish it did some damage so I could sue him. I was like, dude, I almost fucking died. Like, <laughs> oh, this like, is while you were working? This was in the yeah, work van? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. That's fucking nuts. So pff, there's my highlight of the fucking <laughs> two weeks. Oh, and uh, I got a little update on the dog bite, too. Oh, yeah. You said this before, so let's, let's yeah. lay that down. So, uh, yeah, I said before how I got bitten the ass by that dog. Yeah. Well, I, reiterate real quick so if people at home, because not everybody listens to every episode. Right, right. So I was just walking down the street uh, in front of my girl's house, and the neighbor across the street, this dog came running out, cute little dog or whatever, and uh, it did a couple circles around me, and I was like, oh, what's up, Sparky? And, like, petted a little bit, and then I thought it left, so I kept walking, and then it just, like, latched onto my ass. It cheek. bit your ass, right? bit my ass, right. yeah. Broke skin. The thing was black and blue for a couple of days, and uh, I was fine. I went and talked to them. They were nervous as hell that I was going to sue the shit out of them, but I wasn't, you know what I mean? I didn't want anything to happen. And then people started telling me I need this shot and that shot, and what if the dog doesn't have its shot? So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I uh, filed a report in case I needed medical attention because I, I ain't paying no medical bills. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't right, health yeah. insurance. Right. So uh, I did it just in case. But well, I even if you did, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not your fucking fault that you got bit by on the ass by someone's dog. Right, right. right. And, uh, you know, I told the cop, I was like, I don't want anything to happen to this fucking dog. I'm not suing anybody. I'm just covering my own ass. You know, no pun intended. <laughs> I so, saw those air shrimps. Yeah, they're down here. <laughs> um <laughs> Lazy shrimp. Did you say to the cop, I'm just covering my own ass and then wink at him? I kind of did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I gave him the no point. And he was like, I don't get what you're saying because I'm a cop. Yeah, exactly. It's, I'm sorry. Is there humor here? Do I need to get my taser? Are you trying to have fun right now? And it was so funny because this cop must have been at least 400 pounds. I never <laughs> seen him before. And he's sitting there. He's like tapping the paper. And he's like, uh, he's like, I'm working the next two days, then I'm on the night shift, so I guess I'll get over there at some time. I want to be like, what else are you doing? This house is around the block, right. literally around the block. All you got to do is ring the doorbell, you yeah. know? And do you your like, fa- didn't want a favor and walk over there. Yeah, seriously. Eat a carrot, you fat bitch. Real quick, that was that was one thing when we camped out in that cave in Iceland. Uh, fucking, it, I was saying to them... If this was on the beach in Jersey, we camped out in a cave at a tourist location, lit a fucking fire, drank beers, blasted music until like three in the morning. If that was here, that within five minutes, there would have been fucking seven cop cars. They would yeah. have had their guns out. We all would have been Hell fined yeah. thousands of dollars yeah. and all that shit. Absolutely. Anyway, go on. Um, yes. Yeah, so I guess the dog didn't have its shots because <laughs> I got a thing in the mail and it said the dog's being quarantined and its name oh, no. its name is Winter. 
Oh, winter. So, yeah, little winter was taken in. And I don't know why the fuck they feel the need at the end of the disclaimer to say that if something was wrong with the dog, they're going to fucking decapitate it <laughs> and test, do run tests on the dog's fucking brain. I almost shit my pants. After I spent fucking an hour telling this fat cop I don't want anything to happen to the dog, I get a letter saying it's going to get its head lopped off. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But the dog's home. It, it didn't, oh, it, so it's 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 not headless. It has its head. It's head. It's, yeah, it's got a head, and it it was quarantined for like six days or whatever. So I guess it's okay, and I guess I'm okay because it's home, and I don't have rabies yet. So everything's all You're not, right. You haven't been foaming at the mouth a little bit? No. I no lockjaw. From any know. other reasons than normal? No. No? All good. <laughs> and uh, the dog's fine. But, like, why would you write that? Like, oh, man, I don't want anything to happen to the dog. They take the fucking dog, so I feel bad enough already. And then you put a little fucking asterisk at the bottom with the head dog's going to get the fucking guillotine. Like, <laughs> you kidding me? That, that is very – like, I can understand them saying if there's something with the dog, we'll have to put the dog down and then and then and then run an autopsy and and we'll be able to tell you what's wrong with the dog but to let you know that they're going to fucking chop the dog's head off and yeah. poke at its brain yeah brain test that's fucking weird like what is that going to determine like whether or not the dog see saw colors like <laughs> they could finally put that to bed yeah <laughs> rods and cones <laughs> you do be- you do better for uh, humanity cuz they finally know for sure fucking i was in shock i ripped it up and threw it out real quick cuz i never wanted to read it again that's fucking weird Mm-hmm. So you um so while I was away, mm-hmm. you almost got killed by a golf ball, and then almost inadvertently chopped a dog's head off. Yeah, wow, almost had rabies. You're actually <laughs> your week was more exciting than mine was. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I'm glad that we're back to doing. Honestly, honestly, after we had that fight, I didn't know if we were going to do. I put something up on 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 our on our social media accounts, and I was like, I was like, yeah, we're just taking some time off to revamp, and and then I'm going to go away, and we'll be back, you know. But but that was literally just a buffer to be like, are are we? When I came back a few days ago, I was like, do I have a podcast still? Is like, what's you know what's going on? I'm glad that that you're doing better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that uh, that that this podcast is still going to go on because I think we have a lot of shit to get done and a lot of shit to talk yeah, about and a absolutely. lot of shit to do. Absolutely. But it was it was a very it was a very uh, kind of weird bump in the road that we went through at a at a weird time right before we were going to take a break anyway and all that stuff. So yeah. Um, I'm committed to still doing this. You're committed to still doing this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've always been committed, no matter how much Thai food I eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing you got to cut down on your Thai food consumption. i am i i have i know i made plans over the winter but i've totally reached my aggravation point where i'm fed up and i think that's what you got to get to so i think i'm pretty fed up and yeah. I'm, I'm like over it so because one of my main worries with your Thai food consumption is that you were you were unemployed and had no money, therefore couldn't afford any Thai food. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so there was a there was stretch there was there was about a three month stretch of time where we were doing the show twice a week and everything was going great because you were coming in and I have not eaten Thai food. And I even said to you, once you start working, you're going to have money for Thai food, and you're like, nah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. As soon as you started working. You were obviously eating a lot of Thai food, you nah, know. I could go out to dinner. I could get a second helping. Yeah, right. All your Thai food connections were coming around, and you knew all the hot spots for the Thai food. But what I'm saying is, is that really worried me. And the show that we had to stop doing, and then the fight we got in over it and everything, I was just like, man, this sucks. We, you know, we're we've put this much time into the show. It's becoming popular. We have a lot of listeners. There's there's people actually, you know, we're actually starting to do what we wanted to do with this show. And then it just kind of felt like, ah, is this going to fall apart? And I was worried about that. And I even said while I was on the vacation, um, you know, I said, like, I don't want to talk about the podcast. I, this is a vacation away from that. Yeah. You know, I was so frustrated when I left. I just don't <laughs> want that to Thinking be. Thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. The two things I was, since I don't work, I, it, you know, when you work, you get away from work. When you're in a relationship, you hopefully maybe could take, you know, get away from your, your wife or your girlfriend. <laughs> you got away from me. <laughs> I, got away, I got away from you and from New York Mets baseball because they were so, the Mets were sucking and still are sucking so fucking bad that I was like, the two frustrations in my life are the <laughs> podcast and RTG and the Mets, and I'm not going to think about any of them. Oh, man, I, I should have showed up in a Mets hat. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad we're back, and I'm glad that we're still doing this, and I'm, I'm hopefully... I haven't checked any of the numbers. I don't know how the episodes have been doing while I was gone. I, I haven't done either. any of that yet, but I hope... I, well, anybody who's listening to this, I'd like to say thank you for coming back and listening to this, 
and um, sticking with us. Yeah. Did you miss this song, people? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I haven't heard. I haven't heard it in two weeks. I'm That's why it's pumped up. <laughs> Uh, you know the deal. If you listen to the Ogre Die podcast, go on to iTunes and leave a written review. Once we have 100 written reviews, we're still throwing that party. We just haven't had 100 written reviews. We're, we're not getting there yet, but we're going to do it. No one wants a party. It's going down. And uh, and we're going to come to an end of the band name contest, too. I don't know if everyone's still on that or not after the two and a half weeks, but uh, name or band. Come up with the band name, and we'll give you an A High Five prize package. And uh, we're back. No more breaks. No more fighting. No more uh, Thai food. No more um, vacations and anything else. Anything else, Richard? No, that's it. All right. We love you all, and we'll see you in a future days. My eyes were red when you were here, but now you're not in there clear, my dear. Hey, lover, where did you go? I'm not high and I'm not low. If I can't break you up and taste you again. With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more pain, less wanna smoke you up. Inhale my best and I'm out of love. With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more pain, less wanna smoke you up. Inhale my best and I'm out of love. Surrounded by seeds, I'm lost in the trees. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.